We're back to the Neil Haley Show, and you know what? Uh, the Total Celebrity segment, the media giant effect. I'm excited to welcome to the program. First, my co-host, Dr. Deborah Matthew. Dr. Deb, how are you? I know you're excited about our guest, so introduce our so guest, excited. and we're going to have a great conversation with her. Yes, well, I'm so excited to introduce Gloria Gaynor. Her legendary career spans 40 years, never losing momentum. She has achieved global stardom and musical recognition with hit songs in the charts in all four decades. There are many reasons why Gloria Gaynor is synonymous with I Will Survive, the 1978 single, topped the Billboard's disco and pop charts, went platinum, and won the best disco recording the only year the Grammys recognized that subgenre. And I have to say, I've been listening to your music all afternoon, getting ready for this. I'm actually in Acapulco at an event today, and I was having lunch with young Miss Mexico, who's a young girl in her 20s, and she listened to I Will Survive. We were playing it on the speakers, and I said, do you know this song? And she just looked at me, and she said, of course. <laughs> I love it. Wonderful. Well, it's fantastic to have you on, Gloria. And, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing to think about how long you know your career spanned and how again generations upon generations love your music it's wonderful for me as well i'm sure sure yeah. all right dr deb what, what first question do you have for gloria well, when you were first recording this song did you have any idea that it was going to be so enduring and such a part of our culture for so many generations I did. I mean, of course, I didn't think any number of years ahead, but I did believe that the song would be popular for as long as it was played, because my feeling was that the song celebrates the tenacity of the human spirit. When I recorded it, I was in a back brace. I'd recently had surgery. I had a plastic, thick plastic back brace from my hips up until my, my um, armpit. And I was hoping that I'd survive that surgery and I'd survive the whole ordeal. And um, I, my mother had passed away just a few years prior, something I found very, very difficult to, to live with. And so, as I said, the song resonated with me and I felt that it would resonate with anyone who was going through some trauma or trial in their lives that they thought might be insurmountable and yet hoped they would survive. And you think it was different than certain songs? You just felt that feeling that it was going to do as well as it did? Well, yeah. When I read the lyrics, I, I, I even before I heard the melody or, or any music for the song, I, just the lyrics I knew were, like I said, would, would resonate with, with so many people. All right. Fantastic. And now for for all these decades, you've been you've been telling us that you will survive and you you really have. You look great. You sound great. I saw you on The Masked Singer. Um, you did awesome. So I'd love to know what are your secrets for surviving? How do you think you have survived so well and aged so well and you're still going so strong? <laughs> Well, it, you know, whenever with often that's didn't say whenever, but often I sing the song and I do a part in the song where I stop the song and I talk to the audience and I say, do you realize I've been telling you for the last 25, 30, 35, 40 years that I will survive, but I never told you how. And then I go back into the song and, and I change the words to say, only the Lord could give me strength not to fall apart. And where it says, um, you see me, somebody new, I say, because he made me somebody new. And so that is uh, the thing that 
has carried me through all of these years with this song, recognizing my faith, that my faith is what has, well, the object of my faith is what has carried me through every situation and circumstance that I've found difficult mm-hmm. in my life. And then what do you tell people that are that go through a really hard time, a tough time, and how they can survive in so many ways? Because we all have these losses in our lives. They can be mm-hmm. secondary losses or primary losses, as one of um, my clients says all the time, Dr. Mary, because it's not about just losing somebody for, from death. It could be another type of loss and how we are able to overcome and, and move forward. All kinds of losses we have in our lives. And I... Every single one of them, I can say that I've gone through, I've been carried through by my faith. But like I say, the object of my faith is Christ Jesus, and he has carried me through every single thing. And I realize, recognize, have learned that he loves each and every one of us with an undying, unchanging, unconditional love. What he's done for me, he would do for anyone else. And I am always willing to share my faith because it is more than anything else I can give anybody because he is more. And Dr. Deb, don't you think it's such an important thing to be able to be transparent with your fans? Dr. Deborah, I think that's the biggest thing that's important is that if we don't go out there and truly show who our real true selves are, people are not gonna be attracted to us and want to work with us or listen to our music or, or work with us in any way, right, Dr. Deb? Yeah, I think people can tell when you're speaking authentically, when you care about your fans and you're sharing that important part of you that really endears us, um, you know, and um, I think that's beautiful. Before yeah. we get again to your latest project, Thursday Night Club, I wanted, um, I, what I wanted to get into specifically how disco kind of just disappeared so quickly off the map, but then yet is made a comeback now. What do you think, why music's different today than then where, you know, you know, certain things like heavy metal went Mm. and stopped and different things. What do you think the reason why now music lives on, but ultimately at that time, people kind of chose, or even the the industry chose what to move on from, like how this disco did die. (laughs) Well, you know, I've had people say that to me many times and I've told them without fail, disco is alive and well and living in the hearts of music lovers around the world. It has simply changed its name to protect the innocent or the not so innocent. It is now called dance music. (laughs) And because people have never stopped dancing that's all disco music really is, is music that is good for dancing and, 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 um, and makes you wanna dance. You know, so I mean, yeah, there, there is a specific type of beat that goes with disco music, but it evolved and people incorporated it into what they termed were other kind of music because they added other elements to the music. The major thing that is missing from the music today that was very prominent in disco music was the spontaneous creativity that can only happen between live musicians playing together and inspiring one another. Mm, so, so true, so true. And that's interesting we bring that up. So tell us about the latest project, Thursday Night Club, who you're playing and also about the premise of, of the movie. Yeah. Okay, the, the film is about a group of young people who call themselves the Thursday Night Club because they meet every Thursday night and, and, and do homework together and do different things together on Thursday nights. And the father of one of them at one point 
tells them that each one of them will come across a sign from God that will steer them towards something that they can do to give back, to pay it forward. And what I love about this, this, the, the, the film is that all of the children are up for it. They all want to, to see this sign. They all want to do whatever it is. I think that is so necessary for today because we've become so self-indulgent and so self-absorbed in at least, especially in this country that we really need something like that to inspire us to, to, to give back and to, to share and to care about one another. The part that I play is of the doctor is a doctor of one of the um, the young people in the club who has chosen her sign has led her to a young girl who needs a bone marrow transplant. The little girl is only five years old, and she gives this bone marrow transplant. And I play the part of the doctor that um, in the scene that I'm in, she is I am. Um, Telling her, giving her a prognosis and telling her where she should go from where she is. And Dr. Deb, I think that's the, the important thing to have faith and belief what we can do, right, Dr. Deb? And that's what the film's showing us and different things that we, can, we, we cannot do it alone. We need others. We need also the belief that we can do it. Yeah. And, and just like your character in the movie, um, so much of our strength, our, our healing comes from our beliefs. And when we have faith, then our immune system literally works better. I mean, we have science to show that prayer and faith and belief um, are important for the healing process. And so in your role as the doctor, helping um, your patients to believe, mm -hmm. I think is a really important role that sometimes doctors are not always so well equipped for or don't always step in to play that role the way that maybe we really ought to. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And, and then that again, that's the interesting thing, having a doctor and then someone a doctor on the show and someone who played a doctor, go figure and all these different things. So Gloria, what other projects are going on with you right now? Do you for your fans? Because people might have not known what's going on with Gloria. So tell us some update us what's happening. Well, uh, first, first of the year is going to be very busy and very exciting for me because one of the things that's going to happen is that I'm going to be writing with the, uh, the team uh, that I wrote the songs for from my last uh, Grammy Award winning gospel album, along with a few new um, writers that will be added to, to our uh, team of writers. And um, so we'll be coming forth with an album hopefully next year. Also, at uh, the beginning of the year, my um, uh, documentary of my life is going to be, um, well, we'll be going to the film festivals at the beginning of the year and hopefully shortly, shortly thereafter, the film will be made available to the public. Excellent, wow. A lot of different things going. You just, you mm -hmm. keep going. What keeps you, as you talked about your faith, but you have to have a regimen, right? You have to be able to keep, to keep doing all these projects and keep going like that. You have to have a plan and routine, right? Every day to keep things oh, yeah. going. Absolutely. I mean, I try to take care of myself. I, I exercise. I do CrossFit. <laughs> My guy has me, has me dragging, well, not dragging, actually pushing a 200-pound thing that he calls a tank um, and different, different exercises that I do three times a week. Um, and, you know, just trying to take care of myself, my beauty regimen 
and all that. Um, and um, making sure that I eat well and take my supplements and try to keep my immune system strong. And so these are all things that you need to do to care for this wonderful, wonderfully made body that God has given each one of us. We really need to take care of it. And I, I, I try to do that. And Thursday Night Club is available on Pure Flix. When, when is the release? November 2nd, I believe. Okay, November 2nd. We really appreciate you coming on, Gloria. Dr. Deb, wasn't it amazing to get to talk to her? And especially I'm with so the schedule. For the opportunity. And come, on, come on and really you're doing fantastic things. And you really are motivating people to keep on going, right? That's what you're doing. And survive. <laughs> so I appreciate and thrive. it. And thrive. <laughs> yeah, and thrive. Survive and thrive. Thanks again, Gloria. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. God bless. All right. God bless you too. You're listening and watching The Neil Haley Show. And we'll be back in just a moment. 